You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Friday morning. Now let's turn to our final topic and guest of the week. We always try to end the week with something good and something positive, and this week is no exception. And so on this week's Radio for Good, I'm really delighted to be joined once again by James Chong, the founder of Rolling Books, which is a wonderful platform with a special mission of spreading the joy of reading to many underprivileged children in our community and many more other book-related missions. James, welcome on the show. Thank Morning. you so much. I'm so glad to be back. Yeah, it's so good to see you. Um, it feels like I'm seeing an old friend, even though the last time you were here was back in 2021. I couldn't imagine it was so long ago. It really was, yeah. So how have you been? What have you been up to? Well, we've been doing great. I think uh, it was like after the COVID, and that means like we are operating in full gear. Uh, at that time, I think uh, we had a lot of like online school activities like um, being adapted and during COVID. But um, uh, afterwards, like we, we sort of returned to schools very frequently. And this has been um, a couple of like peak season for our school activities because like it was right after the exams and like uh, schools like us to to engage with like with the children with some like um, on stage uh, theater performance uh, with clown interaction talking about picture books so it has been great excellent um it's amazing to know that even schools have peak seasons for, <laughs> for activities i suppose you're right after their exams the students are more free to to learn about other things um we are live this morning on facebook by the way i'd love for our listeners to join us there and you'll be able to see and hear james there noreen Mayer on rthk radio 3 now maybe take us back to the beginning of rolling books mm-hmm. when you first started it what was your mission and how has it changed uh, in the the past few years i think the name suggested or um when we talk about rolling books we were trying to deliver like all different kind of reading experience like using cars and at the very beginning we used the rented van at the yes. very beginning and somehow it didn't work out quite well because like every time we rent a van for one day we have got to do um decorations on the van which looks like too simple at that time because like you just have like one hour of decoration time before you go into schools so um i I realized that it wasn't working out that well and the schools told okay um there are much more uh, options out there when we have like cars uh, those sort of mobile libraries that's right that's right and then we eventually um went to do lots more about the uh, theatre performance on stage instead. So we were looking at the software more than the hardware. But we somehow keep the um, wooden cards um, we, because like the van didn't work out. So we asked the local designer to help us design a wooden card. We, we call it Woody. Oh. <laughs> it's so funny to have a name attached to the wooden card. So we have been bringing Woody to uh, many different schools and community centers. Um, it works out and very well. And how big is Woody? I think it's like, um, it's like it, it can be packed into two one meter high like a uh, trolley oh, okay. and when we push into school we just take like say a 10 minutes to set up so it would be like um an open armed like free block um like setup so 
it's like welcome children to come to pack up the books from the Woody. Yeah. And I think it has been nice because like sometimes we do books delivery with Woody and sometimes we have like fine selections of quality picture books for children to read you know, during recess time or after school. So it has been great. I mean, doing all that kind of sort, sort yeah. of work. And what sorts of books do you bring along to these school visits? Um, and how do you select your books? Wow, it's 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 confidential. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, just saying um, it's it takes a lot of time to curate. Yeah, you yes. find out what's what's what kind of books are good for children to read especially when we go into schools uh, we usually have a relatively short time frame say like two hours you cannot bring a lengthy novel there because you can't bring everything either that's right they will complain oh I I have read like chapter one and you are taking the books away (laughs) and so we will try to find out like um, quality picture books and especially I I was working in um, an NGO um, about like global citizenship education so we try to find out uh, quality picture books to talk about maybe uh, about the environment environment and maybe it's about like social justice or food justice or um, a climate emergency that kind of like um, global sense a uh, global citizenship education matters mm-hmm. and um, as you may have heard like there are SDG and yes. we, we try to have these all these selection of picture books related to all these sustainable development goals so that we have got a very clear picture of what kind of reading materials that we would like the children to read. Not not only we want to engage them, you know, to do reading for fun, but we also want to deliver some message, especially the SDG message to the kids when they are young. Yeah, wow, that's such a great uh, mission to have also. You know, they get to learn on top of that enjoyment. James, do you find that children these days also enjoy these sort of sorts of graphic novels or comics? You know, when we were growing up, we used to read a lot of comics. Uh, is it making a bit of a comeback? I think in a way, yes. Um, and I and very often I see um, when I talk about those like agendas that we want the children to learn more. And I, I see many illustrators trying to use that media like graphic novels or comic to talk about like social enterprise to talk about like um, refugee matters yes, I've seen a lot of yeah um, comics and, and graphic novels on, on these matters yeah. too I think they are a very good uh, way to, to engage the kids to learn maybe some difficult topics but by you know reading a comic book or a graphic novel they, they will have less pressure to to read more words but they can focus on on the story and maybe they will learn something from the story and to be get uh, touched by the story and know about the issues yeah what other things have you incorporated in your mission you also do some book collections also yeah we, we collect books and distribute books yes. and i think um this is what we have been uh, trying to do especially in the second book a second-hand book market or, or, or distribution, there are plenty of books these days. And especially children's book because like children grow up quickly and uh, maybe after two years, uh, they will have like 
a huge number collection, of books. Collection, yeah. Of books at home. Because their homes are so small and That's they can't right. keep everything. That's right. And so we've been collecting uh, these books and we distributing into different communities. Like we 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 just have we have had a center in Sam Shopei area in collaboration with Social Venture Hong Kong, and uh, in that center sometimes we do books distribution yeah. and sometimes we have like um like uh, books sellable at very cheap prices like five dollars fifteen dollars and so at least it will you know serve as a little operating cost for us social enterprise and at the same time uh, we can tell the public that okay these books have values uh you can come in and choose book yourself at an affordable price so i think this combination of free distribution and uh, relatively low prices has been a very core um, structure of us running social enterprise to promote reading. Yeah, what are some of the attitudes towards uh, secondhand books? Do you find uh, has it changed uh, throughout the years? Because growing up, um, I always bought secondhand books, but there are some people who, some parents who only buy. Uh, first-hand books. What have you seen over the years? I think, especially um, in our shop in Shum Shopo, um, if you walk in the shop, if I wouldn't tell you uh, it's second-hand bookshop, you you cannot recognize it's second-hand books because, like as I mentioned, like I will distribute many books out, but at the same time, I I bought some. Uh, second-hand books which are in superb condition they are as as good as new yeah. and so we focus on selling those so when people come in they will have a new perce- perception of second-hand books they will find out oh these are like, just like brand new, just new. Yes. that's right and so, and that's why I always say that's it's new to me. <laughs> so, so in, in essence, that that's the thing. Um, you mentioned just now you also focus a lot about performance and getting uh, yeah. together with yeah. actors. Who are some of these actors, and and how does it work uh, when you curate these stories? I think we will just make use of picture books, and we try to like condense it into like uh, forty-five minutes to sixty minutes uh, stage performance, because like um, in at school they have school halls, they will grab all the whole form together, and then we'll have the performance on stage. We'll we try to find out like a, a suitable picture book, and we make good use of clown actors. I couldn't imagine that at the beginning. I was like at the at the beginning. Uh, I was trying to find out like serious actors uh, to do a theatre performance of a picture book. It was fine, uh, but it wasn't as popular as us getting clown performers because like when you are doing reading, people would think, okay, it's a boring story. But uh, in the contrast, uh, we'll bring in clown performers and then at least they will have the joy of seeing a clown performing on stage. And at the same time, they are taking in some message because like they they enjoy the show and it gets them much easier to understand the message. And I think one of one particular shows that we have been doing is about science. You couldn't imagine science? just <laughs> you couldn't imagine clowns doing scientific and experiment, but they they could make you good use of like um, their tricks and magic and just to try to um, demonstrate some experiments or maybe sometimes successful, sometimes it's not working, and but children will have a laugh at, at those instances. And uh, when we talk about like shows like that, and it, it gets it get them to think about, oh, okay, science can be fun as well. 
and it really engages them, you know, to make exactly like you said, science fun. And science is fun. I remember back in the day, you know, um, when our teachers made some jokes about it, it just yes, made right. it uh, much more engaging. Um, so COVID is sort of done and dusted. Um, what sorts of challenges did you experience during COVID, and how has you know how how has your social enterprise picked up since? I think I was the um, I was like at the very lucky stage when COVID hit us because like it, I was at the early stage of my social enterprise startup, so I didn't have many staff back then, and it was all right for us to lay low for those years. And um, even though. Um, the school has suspended, but uh, eventually some teachers you did online stuff. Yes, yes, we will ask us to do online and maybe to take a video um, with our actors. And as long as we can address the name of the school in a video, okay, they they understand. Okay, we are we're making the video for them, and so we have been doing those sort of online. But after the COVID, like um, because like we continue to have the connections and relationship with the school librarian teachers. And uh, we're able to pack up quite quickly uh, after the after the COVID. I think uh, I was lucky uh, only only to understand that I wasn't at a very blooming stage. Uh, didn't have lots of pressure in maintaining staff. That's good to hear. Now, when I think most children, I would say, innately love reading. That they, they like to look at picture books. That they, they really like reading. Although I have to say here in Hong Kong, children are so busy. You know, they're always doing homework and they always have a lot of extracurricular activities. What do you hear when, when you speak to the students, when you speak to the children? Do you find that they find the joy in reading or are they just sometimes a bit too busy to sit down with a book? I would say from from us, when we want to promote reading, we have got to um, bring out the fun and the joyful part of reading. Um, like I mentioned about the clown performing yes. on stage. And... Um, at, at the recent community project, we make use of two um, retired wheelchair access taxi from another social enterprise, Diamond Cap. Like at, they were the first generation taxis, like they weren't That's able to right. continue. And so we bought the frame of the taxi without the engine. Yes. Okay, so people at the transport department will understand, okay, we're, we're not using a real taxi and we're using the frame only. It's just an art installation and we are able to tour the van into schools and communities. And we decorate the inside of the, of the diamond cap and to make it into mobile libraries. And when, pe when children come to see the car, because like many children love cars, right? And it's a taxi. And well, it's a taxi. It, not a taxi, but sort of like a taxi. Yeah, it was a taxi with mission. Yes. And we've, we were able to tell kids about the story of the taxi because it has mm. been surfing wheelchair access and uh, it's upcycled and uh, it's now have it's now having a second life serving as a mobile libraries and the children can play around with the gear and the steering wheel without any problem because it's not working anymore and kids love to read uh, from the taxi uh, they would say when you see the same book from the library, they wouldn't have interest, but somehow they see the same book in, yeah. in the, on the card, they will find it fun. And I think so we have been doing all these kind of engagement to make children like uh, believe 
in the fun of reading or finding books. Yeah, James, I think you and your team are incredible. Every time I speak to you, I feel super uplifted. I mean, here, here you are um, upcycling a taxi, a retired taxi uh, that had previous wheelchair access, and you're making it into a mobile library, bringing books and joy to different children. Um, and finally, um, the last time we spoke, um, it was back in 2021, and it was about your book, uh, which was the 2019 NGO Leadership Program winning project, which was uh, organized by CUHK and sponsored by uh, Operation Santa Claus and UBS. There's some great news with that book. That's right. I think I was talking about that book. Uh, it was a audio description um, picture book with like um, Braille and uh, multi-sensory elements like um, tactile. And uh, we have been awarded the in the Hong Kong um, Biennial Publishing Award in the Youth and children category as the best um, publication award. So we have been so proud of like having that because like that's the only book that we published and we got the award, you know, uh, 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 from the other publishers. I have goosebumps. <laughs> it's an incredible book. Um, like James is saying, it's a tactile book, so there's Braille, um, and you can feel it. Um, and it's it's about uh, the gift of, of seeing, and, That's right. and uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful book. Is it still available? Yeah, it's still available in, in bookshop. And uh, in, in Chinese, it literally means like uh, invisible gift. But uh, the English title is called The Gift Beyond. So yeah. we have like made use of many animals like to deliver the message. The frogs, yeah, yes. to deliver the message of like inclusive uh, society and, and community. It has yeah. been nice. And we, we're so happy to, to be recognized in that award because that, that is an industry um, uh, significant award. And uh, they are supporting this. They, they see the needs of us doing multi-sensory picture books for all. I think yeah. it has been very great. And in Chinese, it's Han Bat Gien Dik Lai Mat. That's right. James, it's always such a pleasure to have you back on the show. Remind our listeners once again, what's your social media? How can we find out more about you and your work? Okay, if you just search like Rolling Books in Facebook or IG, you'll be able to find us. Excellent. Well, all the best and I look forward to having you back on any time uh, to share more great work that you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you. See you soon. See you soon.